friends, it's me, Katie Ann, and your host to the Full Confidence Ahead podcast, where we go on a journey together tackling the fears of life from family relationships to finance, from careers to community. And last time on the show, we had Christy Tribe, who is the CEO of the Utah chapter of Junior Achievement. And I actually, I just loved her perspective on failure because she has this idea that failure can actually be a good thing and can propel us to be better and can push us to be better. So if you haven't, go back and listen to her episode. It's very fascinating. It's called The Power of Failure, and she'll go into that. Um, Just an incredible episode. So make sure to go back and listen to that. And I have to say, you guys, we are trying to get into all 50 states here in the United States. And I'm saying welcome to District of Columbia. We have a few listeners. They just joined this month. So District of Columbia, we see you. We hear you. Welcome here. But right now we're trying to get Oklahoma. So if you guys know any, <laughs> I need some help. I don't have any Oklahoma friends. So if you have Oklahoma friends, share this podcast with them because we're just trying to add one more state. And I I just realized I don't know anyone from Oklahoma. So if you do, help me out. And welcome to the District of Columbia. Today on the podcast, I'm really excited to tackle this topic. We're going to be talking about mental health and suicide prevention. That's really specifically important today because May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And so we're just starting off the month tackling this issue, and we're tackling it with Mary Ellen Johnson Van Englenhoven. She has been a part of Crisis Text Hotline for over nine years. So I'm really excited for you to hear about this and make sure to share this conversation with your family and friends, especially this month. This is a really crucial topic that we just need to be opening up topics more about mental health, especially suicide prevention. It's very powerful. The more we are educated, the more powerful we are as a society um, and the more we can get over the fear of these topics. So please share this with your friends and families and subscribe to the podcast so you can stay up to date on our episodes. Mary Ellen Johnson Van Englenhoven, we are so excited to have you here on the show with us. But first off, we have to know that is a fabulous name. First off, the two-part name, I am always in the two-part name club, but Van Englenhoven, like, where did that come from? It came from my husband. (laughs) Right, okay. (laughs) Yes, but like, is that... Scottish is it that that's just an interesting name it came from the Netherlands and it means angel of the garden which is fitting because I really like to garden I love that angel of the garden I had no idea okay Mary Ellen I know that you have this dog you guys she has the cutest dog named Queenie um and we just have to ask you before we even start what is Queenie's favorite treat Queenie's favorite treat is whatever she can get from anyone. And I have to tell you, Katie Ann, she is the queen of City Creek Mall and of King's English. So oh my gosh. City Creek Mall is dog friendly. She can go in any uh-huh. store and they will all have treats for her. Even Louis Vuitton oh. lets her in as a favorite guest. And she is now the official King's English bookshop dog. So she goes there when Mackenzie's working there two or three times a week and just hangs out in the kids' room. Oh my gosh. I, that is so funny. We love and, Queenie. Okay. I want to just like walk around City Creek to try to find her. And I need to, to preface that and say Queenie is about 150 pound St. Bernard that is just, you can just lay on her and she'll love it. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, no, that's the truth, you guys. Our listeners, Queenie, she's like the huge, she's huge. And she's also so sweet. Like she is one of the sweetest dogs. So that's hilarious. Louis Vuitton, you guys, the Louis Vuitton dog. And I have to preface this, Marianne. Um, this is my funny story of the day, but I just came from the gym, gym and I was like, oh, I'm getting on an interview with Marielle and I got to quickly go shower. Um, and that's why my hair is really like wet. <laughs> but And halfway through the shower, I had this moment dawn on me being like, Katie Ann, your interview's online. She can't smell you. So then I just started to laugh. But don't worry, if you could, I'm clean. So we're good. <laughs> Phew, I'm so glad. <laughs> I was just laughing. Anyways, Mary Ellen, we are so excited to have you on here. You have a lot of expertise. Um, and today we're kind of diving, uh, diving into this topic that I think really affects everyone. We're going to talk about suicide prevention today. Um, Mary Ellen has a lot of expertise in this um, and has been a volunteer with suicide prevention for a long time. But um, I, I'm, I'm excited to talk about this because mental health I'm so grateful we are talking more about mental health and the conversation still needs to be continued. And this is at least one episode that we can, we can start that conversation about mental health and actual real things that we can do. So Mary Ellen, can you kind of get us started? How did you uh, get into suicide? Cause you, what have you, what have you done to volunteer and how have you gotten involved with that? Well, I believe it was about, the fall of 2015, my daughter was attending Utah State. And one mm -hmm. time we were talking to her and she said, I'm volunteering on a suicide hotline. And I thought, mm -hmm. wow, that is amazing. Um, and here she is with all the pressure of going to school. But I just was really impressed with her. And then I, know, I noticed that she talked to a friend of mine and said, so-and-so, you should be on this you could do this. And my friend said, Oh, no, I couldn't do that. But you should ask your mom to do it. She would be excellent yeah. at it. And Molly said, Oh, I don't think she could handle that. And so I had to do it just to prove her that her old lady mom could do it. So it was kind of on a dare. But I've done That's it. Kind of and I've stayed with it. And I've learned so much because of it. Okay, so you started with the suicide crisis hotline. How many years ago was that? Um, I think I started, I did my training in December of all months of 2015, and I officially came on board in January of 2016. Okay, so that is... I'm going on, I've, I've completed six years, going on seven. Years. Seven years. Wow, that is, um, thank you. Thank you for your oh, time welcome. of doing that. This is such an important thing. Um, okay, so we kind of want to dive into this topic of suicide prevention um, and mental health and just tips and tricks of how to both personally, how we can be protected and how we can help uh, friends and whatnot. So can you kind of just, that? that's a really big opening question, but I'm just excited to really hear from you and kind of make some commentaries along the way. So give us some tips and tricks with suicide prevention. Okay. Um Looking back, my first experience with someone I knew that had died by suicide, and let's mm -hmm. start right there, we do not say they committed suicide. We honor them. They died, so we say they died by suicide. Let's name it what it is and use the right words, okay? And that's a really yeah. important thing in the mental health community is to use the correct vocabulary. 
I remember learning that I, I've been in the newsroom uh, this last year and creating stories and, you know, words are powerful and having the right, the right vocabulary. Um, mm -hmm. So important. So I'm so glad you mentioned that. Thank you. So I was um, in fifth or sixth grade and I, this was such a profound experience. I still remember it. A friend of mine, his father died by suicide. So this was mm -hmm. back, because I'm old, Katie Ann, this was back in the early 60s, mid 60s. Okay. And back then, no one said anything about it other than so-and-so is going to hell because he committed suicide. Because back then, that's what we said. And right. that was such a horrible um, experience for me to remember that. And you just always would feel so sorry for this for this kid, for their family, because, oh my gosh, yeah. their dad is in hell. What a horrible thing to have to live with. So, There's just so, like no hope in that. That's Exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. So fast forward to 2015, and, you know, you're we're all hearing more about people who die by suicide, mental health, and I thought, you know, I need to learn about this. This is a space I never thought I would be in. Let's be honest, whoever, whoever thinks they're going right. to volunteer on a crisis line. And right. so I've just learned so much about it. And because of that, at my work um, space, when we were going in person, um, I have a National Suicide Prevention Lifeline magnet. In fact, I, you know, and I, I prominently displayed everywhere. And it's really oh, opened up the conversation for mental health. And I have had a lot of people come to me privately and say, hey, can we go talk? And so we do about suicide, whether it be about them or about someone they know that they're worried about. Mm -hmm. And who knows, maybe it's actually about them, but they're pretending it's about someone they know. It doesn't matter, right. but they know I'm a safe place. And that's, I just feel that's such an honor for me that they'll take that time and, and trust me. And I've had so many opportunities to talk about mental health and about any any type of mental health issue that I never thought I would find myself doing. And sometimes I'm going, oh, I'm sure they're just going, oh, there she goes again, talking about suicide. But you know what? It's okay because I'm just, I'm really, I think it needs to be talked about. This is actually a great time to pause and have a moment for our sponsors because they have given me so much confidence in the financial world. I actually started this podcast because I was afraid of finances for a really long time until I took a class on how to budget and my fear changed to confidence. Utah Money Moms has continued to help my confidence grow. They provide free webinars and downloadable resources to help you understand your money personality and hone it in to make a good financial future. One of my favorite resources is their free downloadable calendars. I love the 2021 calendar because it gave me small, doable financial goals each month. So head on over to utahmoneymoms.com or utahmoneymoms on Instagram to download their 2022 finance calendar and start your journey of finances with confidence. Again, that's utahmoneymoms.com or utahmoneymoms on Instagram. I agree. I'm so grateful that you are a safe place and, and I think we need to have open conversations. I truly believe that education is what helps us through difficult situations or through fear or through the unknown. And if we just, an education is, it can be non-traditional education, just as talking about it or getting trained or whatnot. That's what's going to change our society is this open talking, this education, this talking with a friend. If we just shut 
because it can this can be a scary topic and if we just shut it down and not talk about it it's going to be like that's where real fear is if, if we don't talk about this so I'm so grateful you've opened up to this beautiful open space I'm just grateful that you're on here today talking with us too because um I think we've probably all had someone in our lives uh, who's either a close friend who, or a family member or us that's struggled either mentally or had those suicidal thoughts. Um, it is so prevalent in our day. So I'm just so grateful that you're here sharing with us some tips. So I kind of want to talk about, so now what if, let, let's first start about if it's someone else, and then let's kind of transition to if it's us, things, tips, and what to do. So I, let's say I'm a, someone came to you and said, hey, I have a friend who's having some su suicidal thoughts. What would you talk them through? What are some tips? How do we start to navigate that situation? First of all, meet them where they are and name okay. it again. Say to them, hey, I'm worried about you. I've noticed you're not seeing, you're not seeming like the person I know that you are because of this, mm -hmm. this, or this. Are you having thoughts of ending your life? Are you mm -hmm. suicidal? Name it. And you know what, Katie Ann, that really opens up the opportunity. And usually the person will just say, wow, how did you know? Or just like, wow. finally someone said it. It lets off that steam and owns it. And sometimes that's just enough to let that person um, confide in you and say, yeah, I am suicidal. I'm really struggling right now. Mm -hmm. And wow, what a powerful experience that can be that you're there, that they're telling you that. And it's a sacred space. It can be. That's very, that is a sacred space. And that's beautiful to be the one who, like I said, being brave enough, getting over that fear, naming it what it is both if it's you naming it what it is, or if it's your friend naming it what it is can be so powerful just to say, hey, like recognizing the struggle, like you said, is that letting off of steam already. Okay, so that's our first step. So we've, we've addressed the issue. Now, how do we go from there? So then you need to say, okay, um, tell me about what's going on. They may talk about it, they may not. If they don't, you have to just honor their choice and it's important mm -hmm. to stay with them. They should not be left alone um, mm -hmm. because if they're left alone and they're in that headspace of, oh, I'm a burden, I, you know, everyone would be better without me. And they've got access to say a gun, to a rope, whatever they're going to do to end their life. If they've got mm -hmm. access to it and they're left alone, there's a really good chance that that's going to, it's, they, they will complete it. Um, and so to, um, and I don't know if you want me to talk about the, the steps of crisis text line and how we go please. through that. Okay. Yes, please. Okay. Yeah. So first of all, um, the the organization I volunteer on is called crisis text line and it's a nationwide free service. Um, and it now is being offered in Spanish, um, because there's such wow. a need and it also has expanded to Canada, Ireland, and England. And so, you know, a person will text in and, you know, texting mm -hmm. is the way we talk today, whether or not you like it or not, it is. Mm -hmm. um, the nice thing about texting is that you can get right to the, to the topic of conversation in maybe two or three texts, you know, right. um, usually people aren't 
they're more willing to be open and honest because they don't know who you are. They know it's a crisis line and they should know that it's a safe space. However, not everyone's going to get to that point right away. But like if they text in and say, feeling hopeless. Okay. So Mm -hmm. that's a good clue that they are suicidal. So then the next thing, you know, we want to clarify, are you having thoughts of suicide? And if they say yes, okay. So we acknowledge that we validate how they're feeling. I can't say, oh, that, why would you do, why would you feel that way? You have so much going on. No, no, no. We don't do that. We don't judge. Mm -hmm. We don't, we validate how they feel their their feeling because their pain is real i don't know what it is but to them it's real and it's it's really they're really hurting and you have to remember these people are really vulnerable and they're confiding the pain that they're feeling in with me and you know you take it at their words you believe them so then we say um okay um what is your means to end your life okay and then they'll say well, I've got a gun right here, which just happened mm-hmm. not that long ago. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And if we try and get them to put the pills, you know, in another room, we, or put mm-hmm. the gun away or, um, you know, get them away from their means so that they're safe while we chat. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to say, and how soon are you going to, how, do, how soon do you plan to end your life? Mm-hmm. If it's within 48 hours, then I'm going to loop in my supervisor and then mm-hmm. um, they have to make the call to EMS to help this. Okay. So I don't ever have to do that. I'm just there talking th- talking to them and keeping them hopefully engaged in the conversation. It's also a little bit um, daunting when you think that the person who texted in has the power to end our conversation at any time. They can right. um, text stop and, hey, it's done. Mm-hmm. So it's really important to make sure that your texts count. And what I'm saying is really validating and not making them feel unheard or not not worth it. So that's kind mm-hmm. of the procedure for for how we work with um, on crisis text line. And we never know what will happen after that call is made. Um, Often we'll try and stay with them as long as they'll stay engaged with us. And I do, you know, sometimes people say, okay, I've got a knock at the door, you know, and then if we know that EMS is there, then we'll hang up. But it doesn't always go that long either. So a lot of the times we have no idea what what has happened on that um, with that person. And, you know, I always kind of... um, envision in my mind who I'm talking to. I, I don't, I mean, this is like reading a book, how you visualize a character, right? So I, right. this is just me, how I, how I kind of get in my headspace to relate to a person is I, just from based on what they're saying, and I kind of visualize what they're looking like, what they're, you know, maybe they're just sprawled out in, you know, in this horrid place, um, you just never know with with pills all over who knows but i do mm-hmm. try and really get in that headspace of of thinking okay this person is really is really really down and hurting and they're about to end their lives what can i do to help them that's so i think one of the most beautiful things that you said which is such a change from when you told your story about in the 60s and it's no shame we we have this space of empathy and uh-huh. understanding and no judgment because it's we just have no idea 
um, or maybe you do, our podcast no. listeners, um, but it's no judgment. Those those thoughts, we just don't even know how it can come into their life and no blaming, no shaming, no fault bearing. It's just, just it, it's a state of being. It is, so let's help the person. And um, same with if it's yourself, don't shame yourself for having it. Just recognize it and it, say, okay, this is happening. And now let's get through it. Um, which I'm, I'm so grateful for that thought process. I think that's kind of what we've had happen maybe over the last couple of decades is recognizing that shame has no place with mental health issues. It is not, it has no place here. Same with judgment um, because they're real and we need to validate them that they're real and help. So I'm, I'm so grateful that you've said that. Um, and I do try to help whoever I'm texting, whether it be mm-hmm. on self-harm, whether it be on um, anxiety, depression, what, addiction, whatever it is, you know, to emphasize to the person I'm talking to, say, you know what, asking for help is a sign of strength, not weakness, and try and help them realize that what they're doing is such a great thing. And we can't fight our struggles alone. We're all here for each other. Mm-hmm. And who knows, maybe one day I'll be on the opposite end and I'm going to need someone to, to pull me up. That's just how the world goes. You know, that's so true. I think what you said that I, I, the world hasn't reversed that strength is doing it on your own. But I, I fully agree that truly being strong is asking for help. And I think some of our most brave and most strong words that we can ever say in our lives are help me. Um, and that that is so beautiful. And you're right. You never know when you're going to be on the other end, when you're the one needing the help. And so graciously giving that help um, and not judging because it it might be you. You, you, don't, you just don't know. Um, and I want to make sure I want to say it a few times uh, in our podcast, because I think this is really important. What's that number to the crisis hotline? All you do is you text 741-741. And you'll be mm-hmm. connected to a crisis counselor. Our goal is within five minutes. Sometimes it's really fast. Sometimes it's not that fast, just depending on how many people are on shift, how many people are texting mm-hmm. in. And obviously, late at night, usually it's it's a longer wait. And it's interesting, mm-hmm. Katie Ann, too. So say when um, a celebrity, for lack of a better word, um, someone well-known yeah. chooses to end their life, you know, we just get inundated or a lot of times our um, CTL information goes viral and then we just get so busy. Um, Someone posted Mm -hmm. on TikTok or something like that. And there's been many a shift where I've left in the queue, you know, hundreds of people waiting to talk to someone, which is, you know, you feel so bad, but you just go to the point, you get to the point where, you know, I can't do it anymore. And someone else can can help them it's it's really it can be really hard to see that um and there were times when i am doing you know a couple at the same time and yeah it's it's tough yeah that's so it was seven four one seven four one correct yeah and and okay. for some people put it in your phone as mm-hmm. a contact or put in the national suicide prevention number as a contact um you know, and, and I should should back up too and, and talk about the mission of Crisis Text Line. So their mission yeah, is to take any texter from a hot moment to a cool moment. Let's get them okay. off that ledge. Let's talk. Okay. Let's validate them. 
um, and help them come up with some ways to stay safe. And I hope that um, on your podcast notes that you can link um, Crisis Text Line um, as a source uh, because you can connect like through Facebook. Um, we have yeah. partners with so many different uh, mental health agencies that, that will connect you straight to us like Better Health. Um, I, I can't think of, there's just so many. I think a lot of times the feeling of fear comes from a lack of control in our lives. And our sponsor, PowerPay, is offering a money master course that's normally $40 for free to all Full Confidence Ahead podcast listeners so you can take control of your finances this year. The course is video-based and gives you real-life money smarts. So to claim your course, go to extensioncourses.usu.edu slash Pal, which is K-A-T-I-E-A-N-N-P-O-W-E-L-L, and it'll automatically add the money master course course to your cart and you just click checkout and you'll get it for free. You can also access your course by going to extensioncourses.usu.edu and finding the money master course under the finance category, then using the code KATIEANN, K-A-T-I-E-A-N-N, with no spaces, to claim your $40 discount and free course at checkout. So let's master our money together. I, I wrote a note right now. I just typed it down both. I'll, I'll attach the links in in the both on social our listeners on social media on the youtube in the show notes um that you'll see on the podcast you'll be able to see those links because i think a big part with uh, mental health and suicide prevention too is you can be that friend who's there in that moment but also getting professional help is huge um whether it's you or a friend like you start out as that friend and then getting real help um both helps you and helps the person and helps it it gives you the right resources. And we have these resources you can text in for free. That's huge. Like we have resources around you. So I really hope, um, I'm, I didn't even think about putting the crisis hotline in as a contact. I'm so glad you said that. I, I wrote it down right after this interview. I'm going to put it in my phone as a contact because whether it's me or a friend in the future, it's right there. I can use it. I can text in. That's, um, that's huge. Um, so if anyone Googles crisis text line, it's, so it's crisistextline.org, mm -hmm. you can click on there and then mm -hmm. um, all of the resources will come up for anyone to have access to. So if a person is wanting some resources, say for um, eating disorders, we've got mm -hmm. uh, ours that we've vetted so we can share those resources, but anyone can look at those resources without texting in for help for a person, maybe for themselves, and no one's going to know. I love that. And I love this too, that this is confidential. Like mm -hmm. you said, you don't know who you're texting. Um, so that that can be a safe spot for all of us, mm -hmm. whether you're texting in for you or a friend, that you, you are safe and protected and you have resources, whether it's for you or a friend. And thank you for mentioning that this is more than just suicide prevention as well. Like you have resources on eating disorders and whatnot. I will put that link in in this episode because that's that's huge to be able to have these resources. And I want to just jump. So now we kind of know if it's you or a friend, we have these resources for you. Please use them. And it's 741741, right? Correct. Okay. I'm, I'm it's super easy because it's just up on the on your dial pad, right? Oh, so, that's, yeah. just yeah. go up on the dial pad. Okay, I'm so glad uh, you mentioned that. So I wanna talk about one more thing. So if it is a friend that you're talking to, I know a lot of times emotionally, um, like how do you keep yourself emotionally healthy? Because you need to be there for that friend, but how do you also um, 
how how do you stay okay? Because I know I've had um, m- many people in my life struggle with mental health, and I've had to learn how to balance to be there, but also um, be healthy emotionally as well. So what are some tips and tricks for that? And I do get a lot of people saying that, you know, everyone comes to me and I'm, I'm falling now. So right. we do need to pay attention. And I think the, the, the best analogy is think of the airplane when mm-hmm. they're talking about, you know, if, if we get a decrease in, in, in altitude, the first thing you do is you put on your own oxygen mask and then you reach out and help those around you. Because if you can't breathe yourself, how, how are you going to help anyone else? So self-care is really, really important. So after my shift, I will go usually outside and just kind of chill. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, you've got to find something that works for you. And so one of the, impo- the things that we do, though, is try and set up a self-care plan with our texters if they're willing they're not always willing so katie ann let's just pretend like it's you that you're texting in i'll say so katie ann um would you be willing to brainstorm with me some self-care or coping skills that you could use each day to help you find some peace and calmness because katie ann you deserve to feel that way each day okay so what what are what are some things that you enjoy doing i i love music i love playing my harp um i love painting um, I love running. Um, I love eating chocolate. Okay. You know what? Those are all amazing things to do. Um, it's important to write things. I, I stress, this is me. I stress the fact that it's important to make a list, maybe three mm-hmm. or four, two, three or four things to write down that you will enjoy. You can do, put it in a place where you see it each day to remind you to do it. Um, and you know, maybe people usually when they're in this frame of mind, they're not thinking real clearly. And a lot of times people will say, Oh, I don't know, you know, but, um, but music, art, exercise, uh, watching a favorite show, those are very common. And then, you know, Mm -hmm. if we can, we'll take it to a different level. So Katie Ann, maybe you don't, do you have a harpist that you really aspire to be like, or is there a favorite, song that you really want to learn but you just don't think you can do it how about breaking that down and working on that and and then you know maybe writing how do you how does it make you feel after you accomplish that hard Mm -hmm. stanza or whatever it is that you're trying to run what's it called in playing harp you know yeah a measure a hard measure okay okay Okay. and um so we try and come up with with some brains with some self-care um, skills for that person. But I do really mm-hmm. do emphasize the fact that, you know, write it down, put it where you can see it each day, and then t- remind yourself to do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, say in a month or so, you're going, ah, oh, these are just dumb. Change it up, make it work for you, you know, because you're I the boss of you. Like that. Right. I really like that. And the self-care routine. And I'm just thinking of it, that oxygen mask and putting it on you because you're right. If you don't have the stamina or the emotional capacity right then, how will you be able to help someone else? And I think in my life, I'm, I'm just thinking about the times when I've had friends confide in me or issues have come up with mental health. It has probably, it's been mostly unexpected. Mm-hmm. And I I'm thinking, I'm like, wait, if I was doing that self-care routine every single day and I, I, even though at the moment I wasn't necessarily, I didn't think I was struggling. Um, like I felt like I was on a pretty healthy 
wave of mental health and people around me. But if I was still doing those things daily, by the time that unexpectedly those moments did happen, I would be ready emotionally rather than just still wearing myself down. So I think that's really important, whether you're in a healthy space or not, to still establish that routine, because I think it'll help you either right now with where you are mentally to help boost you, or it will help you be ready for when it happens because we just don't know. You don't know when someone's going to confide in you. You don't know when you're going to have a crash. So just be ready um, and sustaining your mental health is, I, I love that. Um, and I like how you said the write down the things. Um, I I realized when I write something down, it gets done. And when I don't, it's just like, woo, that didn't happen. So um, I'm gonna challenge myself to write that self-care down and and really do a little bit every day so I can be ready for when when the storm comes, you know? Yeah, I love right. that. Yeah. Um, we are so grateful that you have come on today. I really hope that to our listeners, um, please share this episode with your friends, your family, with others, because this is such an important topic. And whether you know someone who's struggling right now, whether that's you or you just don't know in the future when it's going to happen. If people have some of this knowledge right now, it could help so much in the future. So I really hope our listeners, you can share this um, on our, you can share the episode on the podcast, or you can also share the video on YouTube. Either way, please be sharing this episode. It is crucial information. And Mary Ellen, can you just state again, um, I want to say the number one more time and I'll drop it in, in the notes here as well, but just the resources. Can you recap on those again? Sure. So if you go online, it's crisistextline.org. Um, mm -hmm. If you text in, the number is 741-741. And mm -hmm. if you look at your phone dial, it's just all three numbers straight mm -hmm. up twice. And mm -hmm. one last thing I really want to emphasize, saying the word suicide is important. Mm-hmm. Back years ago, ooh, if you said that word, people thought that that's going to make someone end their life. It does not. It opens up that conversation. So don't be afraid if you have to practice saying suicide out loud by yourself. But it's an empowering word to say. And the people who are suffering will thank you that you have that. You have the um, courage to say that word. It really, it really opens it up. That's really beautiful. Have the courage to say suicide so we can open up. Please open up these conversations. Share this so we we spread the word so we get people educated about suicide, that we can help more people through this and get people to the resources that may need. Um, Marielle, thank you for being on. And as we wrap up, I'm going to ask you the question that we always ask our interviewees here. And that is one piece of advice. What, what would you give your younger self to boost your confidence? Well, I've had a lot of experiences in my 64 years and yes i'm old and i can still uh i can still do crisis you are not a, old as, you as are definitely old not old i think age is attitude and let's just say that you you are not old <laughs> thank you um one piece of advice is to be kinder to myself mm -hmm. i think we're all our worst critic and looking back at various decisions or choices that we've made in our lives, in my life, I think, well, why did I do that? That wasn't really the mm -hmm. smartest thing that I could have done, but 
at that time, it was probably what I thought was the best thing to do at that time. Looking back, it may not have, but you know, like I said, give yourself some slack, be kind to yourself and learn to move on. Forgive yourself because we're all just human, just trying to do the best we can. I love that piece of advice because I, I agree. I think sometimes, or not sometimes, a lot of times we are our worst critic and we're easily too hard on ourselves. So thank you for sharing. Thank you for being on with us, Marianne. We are so grateful for what you've shared. I'm just so grateful for your information to helping us have the courage to say the word suicide, start these conversations. Thank you again. Next week on the Full Confidence Ahead podcast. Yeah, like you said, like Shakespeare's kind of become like vegetables, right? Like, yeah, it's like, it's good for us, but like, let me have a candy bar instead. But it's not. Thanks for listening in on the Full Confidence Ahead podcast. Weekly on Tuesdays, we'll continue our journey of confidence together through new interviews and insights. Make sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on the latest conversations and confidence boosts. And by the way, you got this because you deserve to live life full confidence ahead. See you next week.